Hey everyone, welcome to maybe the first, maybe the fourth episode of Arcane Point Pier. I'm Scott, or Bell, as I'm better known. This is Derek, or Zasra, as he's better known. What are we talking about today? Hey Derek, <laughs> um, if you were to mix an animal and an element for maximum cuteness, what would it be? Oh. Oh, okay. I think it would be... <sighs> Maybe uh, the element of air with a baby panda. Oh, okay, okay. Um, um, I I would I would mix uh, a greater prairie chicken with Mm. earth. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I love that. I love that. Stick them all violently, like rah. I just imagine that the panda flies and the chicken can't. So sad. <laughs> but they're friends anyway. Yeah, of course they are. Of course. Oh, it's so cute. Um, today we're gonna get into it with uh Tail Symphonia, a, a family favorite of ours. <laughs> it it is a family favorite. Um goodness, we have played this game so many times. Religiously. <laughs> well, our, Pun kind of intended. Our yearly mecca. <laughs> towards tales of symphonia yeah if i don't pay uh play symphonia once a year i I turn into mummy dust like it just (laughs) it's it's just something i must do (laughs) the the tithe for for time has been paid this year i take it yes (laughs) oh yes (laughs) um I mean, you've played it a lot more than I have, but I've I've beaten it at least three or four times, so that says a lot for you. Oh, oh gosh, yeah, you're you're no you're no novice. Like, yeah. you've beaten it like three or four times, and I've beaten it, I think, seven to oh really only times. S- no, it must have been. I I mean, I guess seven is. A it lot. might be eleven, but okay, I've had eleven playthroughs, but I don't know if I've completed all of them. Oh, that's fair. I know you definitely I've gotten did close. not complete one of them. <laughs> With me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean number 12? Oh, no. No. <laughs> you were already discounting that one. It's because <laughs> I'm a foolish. discount. Uh, oh. oh. You're always on sale. Uh, mm, <laughs> I don't know if that's any better. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> I, mm, I don't know how I like that. Oh, oh well. We'll move on. We'll think I'm, I'm going it. to take the shovel out of your hands, and we will move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so, do you want to kick us off with uh with, with magic talk? Um, sh- sure. Um, so I really do love um how Symphonia handles magic. It starts off pretty simple with its like magic system as far as like gameplay, like. Mages are fun to play in Symphonia, but also pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, like like you got Genus, who um, he he's a little elf boy, um, half elf boy, yeah. who can cast you know each of the six elements in that game. Yeah, yeah. Wait, eight elements, right? Oh, yeah, don't eight. do this. Okay, okay. <laughs> it, it's eight. No, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> he, but he, no, he can't wield holy or dark. Oh. You are right. It is six. Yeah, I know. There are eight elements, but he doesn't do all of them. Yes. Um, and then, uh, they did. He's a pretty straightforward caster. Like he just has his different level, like tiers of magic in each of the six elements he can cast. Yeah, a bit of a, bit um, of a basic boy. Bit of a basic boy. Pretty straightforward. A decent introduction to like playing a caster in a tales game. Yeah. Certainly better um, than Jude. Or Ash. <laughs> like, love Zillia characters. And I appreciate that they mix it up in new games, but also a lot of the characters are way more complex. Yeah. Um, to play. A lot of the older Tales games are like, um, they cast magic. And you're like, ah, but you have to rap a tap the button. And you have to do this. No, no, they just no. cast magic. You just press the button. You wait. It happens. You move Sometimes on. you target. <laughs> oh, oh, oof. <laughs> Don't get a... Uh... Don't get fancy on me. I can't handle that. Three of your spells may require you to be, at least be facing the right way. <laughs> I don't, which is horrifying when you're not expecting it. <laughs> yes, yeah. Fireball is is a bit of a trip. 
the first time you cast mm-hmm. it. Luckily, it's your first spell, so you at least there's precedent. You know, you're not like, ah, I can aim anything, and then they're like, not anymore. But every once in a while, you're like a late game caster, and you're like, now I'll cast, and then it just doesn't go the right oh, way because it oh, doesn't do that. All the thrust spells. <laughs> the thrust spells. The lasers. Oh, no. Um, Something <laughs> I did really like that they did with casting in uh, Symphonia, as well as a lot of texts work this way, is mm-hmm. that um, the way you learn new magic is through the uses. Yeah, that is really um, nice. Which I always thought was really fun. Yeah. Um, it's like, and so like, if you want better fire magic, you better use the fire magic. Yeah, like <laughs> practice actually makes perfect. What? You <laughs> what? what? Uh, I still remember. I need to learn. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Uh, eruption. Uh-huh. Uh huh. While we were fighting uh, Ifrit, the fire oh, summon spirit. You're it. You're I was just mean, mean man. healing the boss while my party's desperately trying to kill this boss. Just... Because I want to learn eruption. Yeah. And I did. <laughs> you did. Just sacrifice. <laughs> to their dismay. Just sacrifice that chattel. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Um... <clears throat> oh. um luckily late game they have some interesting interplay. Um like, uh, Genus, depending on whether you take him down one skill tree or the other, he can either learn, like, the highest tier of each of the six elements he knows. Like, uh, was it Ice, Lightning, Wind, Earth, Fire, Water? Let me let me clarify for the people at home. Um, you can take Genus down one skill tree or another to make him good or not. That's... <laughs> there, I just needed to clarify. That's true. Uh, I, the trade-off may not be worth it for most people, um, <laughs> but you can technically give up his high elemental casts for light magic, um, which does combo and unison attacks, which are like, uh, you and your party members chaining a bunch of their spells or, like, uh, attacks together. Yeah. Um, and some of them fuse to make, like, these techniques you can only use within that window. Mm-hmm. Um. It's it's pretty neat. Beats up bosses pretty well. Um But at the same time, um his uh Hyogi, which is, is like an ultimate, um, can only be used if you keep the the final tier lightning spell, so I don't know how worth it that is. Yeah. But it is an option. Um well, over really hard dark bosses like a vision and sword dancer, which is kind of Actually neat. this is something I've never considered before. Um Yeah. So, so specifically, the spell in question, his ultimate thunder spell, is indignation. Love it. Um, my question is because you can, if, if you if you go down one skill tree, you can learn spells, and then you switch to another to the other skill tree. Um, you still keep those spells for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you can learn new spells over them, but so long as there's not an an equivalent spell it won't be rewritten can genus just keep judgment or indignation when he switches to the other skill tree no um from what i understand what it is um is that all six of the final elemental spells um are considered the alternates of prism sword the light spell mm. Um, so if you know any of the six of them, you can't learn Prism Spell and vice versa. Ouch. It's Because <laughs> it, um, they're all learned... I, I, they're not all learned at the same level, but they're that that's just how they have it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, um, so, like, how does, how does it work in the world? Mm, so there's a lot... Symphony has a deceptively simple magic system, mm-hmm. um, but there's a lot of interesting nuance, and I think it it kind of pushes a lot of the messages they're trying to push, pull, push, <laughs> not pull messages. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to pull some messages, and oh boy, let me tell you about it. no, uh, <laughs> oh, don't know. Um, it pushes a lot of the messages that Symphony is trying to talk about, mm-hmm. um, like obviously, um, if you've played the game, a huge um theme in the game is discrimination 
um, and how that affects people's lives or how, um, you know, certain people's lives shouldn't be worth more or less than other people's lives. Mm -hmm. They have like concentration camps. It's horrible. Oh yeah, it's um, bad. it's a good game though. <laughs> you know, yeah, family friendly. You know, discrimination's bad. It's 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 a it's a good message. It, it um, is a good message. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it just doesn't pull punches. Yeah. Um, when you have like an old lady being whipped in a concentration camp, you're like, whoa, that's that's a lot. Yeah, and um, it's, it's right it's near game. the beginning of the game too. And <laughs> yes, it's true. It doesn't sneak. I mean, it sneaks up on you, but it's not like. You're six fifty hours into a game and you had no idea. Yeah, it's just like oh hello. It's like the eight, like the six hour mark, and they're just like, by the way, yeah. in case you thought this was a light heart, light hearted game that has no <laughs> no substance. Yeah, it, look at this. It's, it's just deep enough that if you get it for your kids and then you realize oh there's an old woman being whipped on screen, you can return it. It's okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's right on that oh. threshold. <laughs> <laughs> um and so how magic how i understand it to work mm -hmm. um is that those um Actually, basically Be um before you go on i i, I need to oh, give a disclaimer before. um it's really not mm -hmm. that bad it is very clearly cartoonish you don't see anything um you you just see like the whip raise and then there's like a little flash of light when it would strike her it's really like yes, the concept is very bad. It's not visually bad, just as a disclaimer for people who haven't played it. Oh, oh yeah, true. It's not a gratuitous game or like a really like yeah visually dark game. It's a thematically dark game. I just the you uh, started to move on, game. and I got this twisted feeling in my stomach. You're like, that my have we damned our favorite listen. game? Yeah, I know. I was so concerned. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good game. It's a multiplayer uh, story-based MMO, which, or RPG, not MMO. Oh, could um, yeah. I know exactly what I'm talking about. It's clear. <laughs> um, you've played this game seven or eight or maybe I've twelve. I've played times. this game. It's massively multiplayer. I've played it with a different sets of four people <laughs> like at least ten times. It's like MMO status. Yeah, yeah. Four um, players. That's MMO status. Oh. I didn't expect you to put it that way. That is a lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have to rethink my life choices. You better. Or maybe not, but I, I have to think about that. <laughs> um, so, in Symphonia, um, like, all life is permeated by this, like, you know, magical energy called mana. Yum, yum, yum. Um, which um, is aligned between eight types, mm -hmm. which are light, dark, uh, ice, lightning, fire water earth wind mm -hmm. um and the idea is is that those of elven blood can manipulate mana to create effects outside their bodies yeah um and so um and that includes anyone who is descended from elves even if you're not a full elf mm -hmm. um so hence elves and half elves um can all use magic um whereas humans and the other races can't mm -hmm. um the interesting thing about that um, is that there are a lot of magical, what we'd consider magical powers or effects in the game mm -hmm. that aren't related to being elven that um, it touches on. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the the whole like only elven or people who descended from elven you, people can use magic is kind of very fitting for the the setting because like the setting is about discrimination the whole thing is that like basically um half elves are like horribly discriminated against and that's why they make these horrible camps where they beat up humans like it's um it's not a fun world all the time yeah and so um i found some interesting stuff about what certain magic comes from oh, okay. and what who can use magic lay it on me um because you know the elf thing's no brainer. Like you know, oh, your party members who are half elves can cast magic, and you're like, that makes sense. Yeah, that checks out. Um, but of course, we have the magical swordsmen of the party mm -hmm. who are ostensibly human, but they can still use magic to a small degree. Not quite as big, but still considerably. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, with both of them, there are details about their story arcs about how they have been 
in a very specifically way enhanced to be able to use magic, despite the fact that they're human. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but we also have um, Colette, who uh, learns how to use angel magic, despite not being a caster or an elf. Um, through the use of this kind of important, well, very important plot point, uh, she has a Crucius Crystal, which is like um, this gem given to her by like the angels um, that uh, allows her to use like holy power. And so this girl who can like, is like essentially like a chakram ranger. <laughs> yeah. She like throws uh, toys, uh, like, like taser toys at people and hammers Yeah, and can throw chakrams um, suddenly can like buff people or like throw light magic, which is like or cast really literal intense. judgment down on her foes. Yes. Um, Religion OP. Some 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 spoilers, but we find out that uh, uh, this is that a, power. This is a total spoiler zone, by the way, for you all. That's at home. fair. Yeah, we, we yeah. introduced the topic <laughs> up top. If you guys are topic sensitive to that, just put it on pause. Write yourself a little note. Go enjoy whatever it is we're talking about. Come back. Yeah. Um, if yeah, it's, enjoy the game. If it's not going to be a spoilerific episode, uh, we'll we'll establish that up top. Anyways, continue. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, so now going full ham spoilers. Um, Colette, um, as she um awakens her Crucius Crystal through the journey, mm. um progressively gets more and more consumed and uh i guess assimilated with it which allows her to cast really high level magic that the angels can cast mm-hmm. um and so we know that magic can both be enhanced and you can be given the ability to use magic through x spheres and crucius crystals which is fascinating now now um i i just want to jump in because i i'm super confused about one point Go for or, it. Or it's not much confusion. <clears throat> um, so I know you haven't talked about this, but Sheena's like summoning ability. Uh, Sheena. Oh, I was going to get there. Um, now that's actually not what I want to talk about. I just want to establish it as mm-hmm. a precedent. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's got this summoning ability where she just like calls on entities that she's made a pact with. Um, mm-hmm. Specifically elemental spirits. Y- yes, yes. Though I'm probably, she can probably packed with other things too that hurts my brain getting to where i was trying to go um colette casting angel magic i have always felt that it was very much similar to sheena's summoning where colette is just because she she prays to cast Mm -hmm. so i've always felt that she's praying to yggdrasil or other members of the angel organization um and using her like pool of energy to get that prayer to them and they're like oh yeah totally let's send some lasers down interesting like kind of like a cleric thing yeah i the interesting thing is that's definitely how it appears in the early part of the game um Mm -hmm. but from what i understand um, we, you know, we find out that the angels are not necessarily like biblical angels. They are, you know, normal, like half elves and people who've been enhanced using these crystals that turn you into an angel. Uh-huh. Um, and so we find out that even though Colette was initiating these spells by faith, they are technically her own magic. Okay. Um, because we also see other angels cast the same magic mm-hmm. um even after crucius is no longer in order fair okay um so i definitely see what you mean though it, it's it definitely appears that way but i think that's part of the deception right yeah. is that it looks like she's like ah oh, she's beseeching crucius to help her the goddess but like but not it's it's just really crazy magic that's made really easy because of this this device that she has attached to her it's been way too long since i've actually finished a playthrough <laughs> oh don't worry about it friend i got you um sorry continue on. um oh no problem so i i believe we're getting to summoning unless i'm skipping around i can't think of anything you were skipping um so 
Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, so, so I was looking at summoning because I was under the impression that like summoning broke the rules of magic, mm-hmm. where it's like someone who can't use magic can still summon because summon is just about like packs or this and that, and it, it's it's magic that humans can use technically. Yeah. Um. Apparently, that's not a hundred percent true. Oh. Um. Summoning. Uh is a far lower threshold mm-hmm. than normal magic because you're borrowing the power of another. Mm-hmm. Um, but technically summoning does require being able to use magic. Yeah. Um, so apparently I haven't seen this cutscene, and I, I, I need to investigate further, but apparently um, there is a skit you can get in Symphonia where um, they talk about how summoning is magic and like Sheena makes an offhand comment about she guesses someone she must have elven blood somewhere like in her distant ancestry. Yeah. Um so like a, a quote unquote like a pure human couldn't summon. Um whereas a someone who's just even like a little bit elf can still summon because it doesn't require much mana. Interesting. Which is interesting. Because I, I thought anyone could summon, but apparently so Sheena's... it still follows the elven rule. So Sheena's like the just, the symphonian equivalent of like being 164th cherokee and yes just like <laughs> bragging about it yeah okay yeah cool yeah huh I, I thought that was that was kind of bizarre but interesting that is really bizarre i i never knew sheena was like part magic or part elf <laughs> well i guess they're one and the same yeah because like I don't know, like, just not to jump games too much, but just, like, uh, with Klaus from Fantasia. Not Klaus. Whoa. Yes, Klaus. Wait. Okay, continue. Um, The summoner, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I guess he's... Um, his whole thing is that he couldn't use magic, and so he tried to... Su- he wanted to learn summoning uh, to make up for that deficiency. Huh. Um, so I, I just thought it was... Not to get too deep in a different game, but I just thought it was interesting that, like... Despite that, he must have he. It's very possible he must have been like a tiny, tiny bit elf or something. Yeah, that's really that's um, really cool, actually. Um, I just never suspected something like that. I mean, same. Uh, the other wacky magic thing I found out, um, is that it's very possible that healing magic doesn't work like magic, quote unquote. Um. I remember some glimpses of this in just, you know, offhand scenes with Rain, mm-hmm. the healer from Symphonia. Um, but they talk about how um, Boltzmann, uh, basically at a certain point in the story. Yeah. Um, I know you know this, but just for context for everyone. Um, at a certain point of the story, um, there's a lot of messed up that needs to be fixed using healing magic. <laughs> and so like, okay. Um how about we read this like ancient or really potent medical text that allow our healer to use like advanced healing magic, not seen since like the, the ancient eras where we had magic technology or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and you go on a quest to find a unicorn horn and all this stuff. Um, and apparently um, Boltzmann uh, theorized that the guy wrote the book theorized mm-hmm. that healing magic doesn't come from the same place. Elemental magic comes from. Okay. And that people have a different energy in their body that's that supports healing magic. Oh. Oh, is that um, maybe where the like fighters get their abilities is pulling on that? Yes. Oh. That was actually gonna go in, into a theory I had. I'm so sorry. I, um <laughs> I jumped the gun. No, no, you no, you're you're you you did not jump the gun, you were just, you know, a a step ahead. Wow. Um you didn't jump the gun, you drew first. Yeah, I, I jumped the shark. <laughs> You've already jumped the shark, it's the first episode. Welcome yep. for the ride. Uh, well, there we go. <laughs> that's really um, <laughs> And so that's why Regal can cast healing magic. Oh my god, he can. I completely forgot uh, about be- that. I forgot about that too, and then I was, I was reading some stuff and I was like, wait a minute. Regal can cast healing magic. Why is that? He can also shoot lasers, um, which is cool. 
but also confusing. Yeah, he's he's kind of Saiyan or something. Like, let's just not. <laughs> he's from the wrong series. Um, Whoops. So that is is a whole thing is that healing magic isn't the same as magic mm. uh, like offensive or elemental magic i suppose yeah um which is why also it, it can kind of be enhanced and learned in different ways like rain can just pick up a book and have better magic yeah, yeah. um and stuff like that is it has to do with life force i suppose um which rolls into my theory that that is the energy source that non-mages can use. Yeah. Um, is like something akin to like life force or key or whatever, where mm-hmm. um, you're you're using the vitality of your own like being to be an energy source for you to like, you know, slash so hard on the ground that creases a shockwave or heal people or uh, jump super high. Um, I'm, I'm actually, <clears throat> and that the I'm Go very ahead. thankful we started this podcast. I would have never known otherwise. Yes. I've still been vaguely <laughs> confused and not sure why without it. <laughs> That's fair. You know, we are getting our education. Here. Yeah, oh yeah. It's that feeling where <laughs> Step back. That feeling where something's wrong and you know something's wrong, but you're not sure what and you're not sure why. <laughs> here it is, exposed in the light of day. Exposed. <laughs> Symphonia exposed. <laughs> um <laughs> i was trying to drink my water stay hydrated oh, folks. what a dangerous thing to do yeah. yeah um so yeah so so healing magic comes from from a different place than normal magic um oh on the topic of who can who can and can't use magic yeah um just something i noticed um is that even though only elves and half elves can use magic in this world, mm-hmm. um, you come across no shortages of enemies who can use magic. Yes. Um, and so I kind of had a mini theory, um, because of course one of the plot points in Symphonia is about the racism towards uh, uh, elves and half elves, specifically half elves. Yeah. Um, and there's the two different worlds mm-hmm. and we know in Tethayala it's really apparent like they have half elves work for them in labs and they're not allowed to leave or they're um put in prison or killed um any half elf uh what's the word found guilty of any crime no matter how small is put to death immediately so like you steal something as a half elf you just put to death even if it's like a, a loaf of bread like it, it's dystopian yeah yeah um but in Silveront, the kind of like more country bumpkin, uh, vast kind of open, more pioneery world that you start in, yeah. um, we see people be a little bit more tolerant to half elves. Like we don't see, I could be forgetting anecdotes, um, but from what we see, we don't see the, like the like horrible abject discrimination <laughs> that we do in the other world. Um, but it's supposed to be pretty omnipresent. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking about it and in Silveront, you know, people make these pilgrimages and the, uh, what's the word? The routes that people take pilgrimages on are waylaid by bandits. And when you encounter these bandits yourself, quite often they include wizards or sorceresses which are enemies that you fight quite commonly yeah tell tell Um, me why even in different areas of the game there are different like enemy mages that are like humanoid they're not like alien or demon or whatever like there's the warlocks and Darius carl on there and so i was thinking um what if instead of becoming designs um which is what a lot of half elves do when they're mad at humanity um which are the people who put humans in cages. Um, they just discriminated or disenfranchised half-elves just become bandits. Huh. And so a lot of the bandits and, like, evil mages, quote-unquote, that you fight are actually, like, half-elves or people who are related to half-elves in some way closely enough where, you know, A, they can use magic, and B, they've probably been kind of pushed the edges of society or, like, kind of, like, cast out. 
Yeah. And so they live a life of like banditry because that's how they can sustain themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, that is really interesting. Um, okay. I have a bunch to talk about fish wise. I have oh, let's hear so it. many pissine facts for you. Um, pissine pleasures. <laughs> pissine facts. Pissine pleasures. <laughs> just little tidbits I for your brain. I hate that. Um, <laughs> so sorry um, okay so sadly there is no fishing um, in Tales of Symphonia there, there is some in the sequel Dawn of the New World there's like a little mini game mm. but we're not talking about that game because forget that game it's actually a lot of fun don't believe people it's actually really good but it's a whole new bag of worms yeah, yeah we'll talk about it someday for sure <laughs> unless this podcast dies out this episode mm-hmm. because we did jump the shark remember yeah we did um so yeah there's no before we even got to the fish part yeah <laughs> oh no what a conundrum <laughs> yeah uh the duality of fish and magic um <laughs> the fish give us and they take it <laughs> <laughs> Poseidon why um so I have got just so many bits of news for you just really weird stuff, right? Mm, okay. Before we continue, uh, confessions. Oh, um, there. I know there's a lot of fish-related stuff in Symphonia and cooking. Um, and I have done none of it. I I rarely cook in Symphonia. It's like my one sin. Oh, yeah, I'm here. like, eh, food. I'll just fight harder. <laughs> Whatever. Fight I don't harder. need healing. I need healing magic. You fool. Food? No. Let's starve. We have magic. Yeah. Um, Cooking is important. So I will probably know next to nothing about everything you say, and it'll be great. Well, cheers to you. Um, I didn't even consider looking at the cooking portion of this, because Mm. I just had so many fun little facts about the fish themselves. So, we're good to go. Well, damn. Um, so, So there are actually very few species of fish in this game there's only oh okay um gee 15 it's okay. it's real low okay. um you know considering we have two planets worth of ocean it's, oh god that is true that's split over two worlds yeah yeah so at best it's seven seven it's or seven eight oh sorry. no it's it's real bad numbers it's real bad um, it's closer to like ten five in Symphonia's favor. Ooh. Or in, in Silverrod's in favor. favor. Yeah. Overfishing. Mm, industrialization. Yeah. <laughs> get... Um So so a little bit of backstory. We're told over and over again that the reason there's like a huge difficulty spike in the game once you go to Tethayala is because the monsters there have been gorged on mana for a long time. So they're just tougher, mm. bigger monsters. Which, sure. Sure. I believe that. Makes the sense. fish monsters prove that to be a lie. <laughs> <laughs> so many... Um, they're, they're, it's so strange. Okay, right. So, on mm. Silveron, you have tortoises. And mm. on Tetheala, you have crushed tortoises. And that seems to check out. Crushed tortoises are way scarier. They're bigger. They're just meaner tortoises. Yeah. Um, Don't you fight one in the arena or something terrible? You do, I believe so. Oh, God. It's it's, a crushed tortoise. It's rough. It's rough. Um, It's a boss. It's a fight for your life. Yeah, so so that seems to check out. Like, the tortoise (laughs) is the starved Silveronti version of the crushed tortoise. Sure. Mm -hmm. Starfish, on the other hand, which is just, they're the worst. Um, starfish are the worst i don't know why every tales game starfish are like the worst thing to fight they, sometimes they are um sea devils so so everyone normal starfish and i used to think that uh superstars were just like the big bad tethayal and starfish they're mm-hmm. not they're two completely different species St- oh starfish only show up on silverand that, that's the only place they show up but they show up in equal amounts. Uh, but sorry, superstars show up in equal amounts on both Tetheala and Silverand. 
So Oh, wait, both? Yeah, superstars show up on both planets, but starfish only show up on Silverond. Um That's weird. And I was thinking like, okay, sure. So some 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 starfish managed to evolve into superstars on Silverond, but like probably less. Uh no, their spawn oh. rate for superstars is higher in Silverond than in Tethiala. So they're more plentiful. Weird. Yeah, it's really upsetting, isn't it? So they're they're different species. I have concluded in my very scientific okay. way. In my very scientific way. Um also, the fish can't cast magic. <laughs> I'm just going to start with Thank that. Thank God. There are three fish with energy bars in the game. One of them is starfish, which only shows up in Silveront, the energy-starved world. It's so weird. That's how you know they're evil, that's, though. <laughs> that's how you know they're evil. <laughs> it's, it's funny because they're not even the evil jelly, which is another fish. I love that name. Oh. Evil Jelly. It's not even like a direct translation from their Japanese name. No, that's just their English name. They're just evil jellies. You know. Gotta love localization. Yeah. Um I I I have you know, I'm gonna jump to Evil Jelly because they have some fun facts. Jump the jelly. Um They are the only fish monster to drop a consumable that's not like clearly been used on that monster like uh crushed tortoises drop acuity bottles and they have super high accuracy is i think what acuity mm -hmm. bottles do um that sounds superstars right. have really high attack they drop flare bottles tortoises have really high <laughs> steroid stars i love it steroid stars yeah tortoises drop syrup bottles it, it, it all lines up really well um now the last thing to drop a consumable is the evil jelly and it drops lemon gels <gasps> I, right right I it's like very that. upsetting um and lemon gels don't have like an item description it's just like hey use this heal 60 percent health blah 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 um mm -hmm. what's really upsetting is you can also steal lemon gels from them and they're one of the few fish okay. you can steal from so, I've come to the conclusion that lemon gels are, you get the impression through this game and other Tales games that gels are like compressed fruit, essentially. Um, yeah, it's like fruit and medicine or something, yeah, it's like a cough drop. Yeah, yeah, it's like, you, you've got a, a binder of some sort. And you've got like fruit juice, and you mix the fruit juice in to to hide the flavor of the medicine. Yeah. Um, it's really upsetting that evil jellies just drop lemon gels, and you can steal lemon gels from them, because I'm pretty sure they're yeah, not. Yeah, I don't chemists. like that. Um, yeah, are we just eating the jelly? That's what it feels like. <laughs> it's really what it feels like. This is basically a lemon gel nom. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> steal, quote unquote, is you just grab a fistful of this poor slime creature and tear it off. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, just, you know, on the side, uh, octo slimes eat mermaids. Yeah. What? A, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Do you need me to explain? Um, yes. I absolutely need you to explain. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so mermaids, um, and, and this is, it's, it's very upsetting actually. Uh, so two enemies in the game drop mermaid tears, uh, mermaids, oh. and you can uh -huh. steal them from octo slimes. That's gross. Now what's um. really, really, really upsetting is that this is clearly evidence of a long-term feud or war between them because they don't share a planet. Mermaids <gasps> exist only in Tethiala and Octoslimes exist only in Silverond. 
Oh my god. So this has been... They still clutch the tears to this day. Yes. Ever since that fateful war. <laughs> I, don't, I hate that. God, I don't feel safe. Clearly evidence of just some <laughs> real dark... <laughs> the silver Some grudges never die. Yeah, in, in, in the silver on Tefeala, um <laughs> history. It's It's just, it's real bad. <laughs> I don't like that. Can I unlearn that, please? No. I've got I've got more facts. I've had you. enough education. More? More facts. Oh, are they are they also scary? Um Yeah, I mean sorta. Okay. Uh so Oh boy. So starfish, drop kelp. Which, you know, alright, makes sense. Okay. It, it probably eats that. kelp, right? Right. Uh, so we can extrapolate that it dropping something is probably means it's its food source if it's like an animal. Yeah, it's like it is the thing where it's its food source. Yeah, yeah. Because why else would it have it? Um, tortoises drop tuna, so you know they eat meat. Okay, that's fun. Mm -hmm. Um, tortoise tuna. Yeah, tortoise tuna. Uh, fish drop seaweed. That's another. That's another fun one. Okay. Um. The the food chain, the circle of life. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. Um all good. And then and then we get over we get over to uh to sea dragons. Um, oh. Are sea dragons the, the kind of like seahorse monsters? I believe so. Okay. I think so. Um Oh, I'm sorry, there are three monsters that drop mermaid tears, by the way. Three. Um. Yeah, and n not not counting the octo slimes. Third faction in the ancient war. Because the octo slimes, you steal from them. Mm -hmm. Um, sea dragons drop mermaid tears. Um, oh. Which is which is okay. Like okay, dragons eat mermaids. They exist on the same world. It's fine. It's fine. Um. Sea horrors also drop mermaid tears. Sea horrors. Yes. I don't remember what those look like, but my mind is painting terrible pictures right now. <laughs> um, hate that. Uh, well, they're definitely not mermaids. They're, you know, they're definitely not mermaids. Yeah, I can tell you that. We hope. Um, I'm, I'm pulling up a picture right now. They're are they the really messed up starfish? Or are they like no? Um, <sighs> deformed gremlins. That's how I want to. Oh, okay. So they're like they don't make any sense. They're not like a okay. Y yeah, yeah. They're oh Sahagans with very long arms and short legs. Oh, okay. They're like they're like mer people, but like the fish people way, not like the half and half way. Yeah, got it. Yeah. So I mean, I guess maybe the mermaid tears are coming from them. Yeah, they're like they're like like sub like like second like substitute mermaid tears. Ugh. <laughs> I still prefer to think there, that there's a like evidence of a long-term war between octo slimes and mermaids, but the seahorses are just mermaids that were shaken and not stirred. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I prefer shaking, friend. Don't, oh, don't do that to me. Oh, it's awful. Ah. Oh. Ugh, ugh. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> Could you imagine? Mer people are are like a bottle of water with like oil on the top and like water on the bottom. And if you shake them, they just go full fish person. Full fish. <laughs> and then it settles to half and half after a while. <laughs> just congeals at anyway. the bottom. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I had to be gross. Yeah. Um, I have a sad tale to tell you. More sad than the the octo slime stealing mermaid tears and clinging to them for generations. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Do continue. The, the wholesale genocide of an unthinking, unfeeling race. Um, so you know how recent, you know, world news, our world, um, mm -hmm. jellyfish have been mucking up China's seaside generators and and you know they've been hurt in the process mm -hmm. um well jellyfish exist in symphonia uh and you mm -hmm. can only find them in mel tokyo's sewers 
Oh, that's unfortunate. It is very unfortunate. <laughs> Sewer jellyfish? Yeah. That's that's not fun for anyone involved. No, it's not. And I and you know, Mel Tokyo is the like most advanced city. And I just feel like something similar has gotta be going on, right? Oh gosh, sewer jellyfish. Like it's really sad, actually. Yeah. I'm Aww. sorry. I didn't mean to bum you out. Uh, no, it's it's okay. I, I uh, <laughs> it's it's if, actually speaking of which it puts light on how in fascinating the trope of like sewer monsters is. Yeah. Where it's like, ah, this creature developed for the filth of humankind. And I'm like, oh, oh okay. Oh, um, yeah. mm. Can we just put it back in the river or something? I don't like this. <laughs> no, because now it's an invasive species and will kill all of your sea friends. So That's you've fair. got to. It'll end steal it. the mermaid tears. <laughs> oh, no. The jellyfish start a decade long war against the octo slimes for the mermaid tears. Yeah. The jellyfish become sentient they advance faster than humankind they become a powerful civilization rivaling and they use uh, mermaid tears as their only currency mm. mermaids become the subjugated and disgraced against era uh... mm. yeah yeah i'm just gonna stop there tales symphonia 3 <laughs> yeah no, no. <laughs> jellyfish develop space travel first mm. they're now just space jellies Space jellies. Only mermaids can use magic. It's it's just the cycle again. Yeah, yeah. It's it's real sad. It's real sad. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You know what's weird? Um. Um. Try to only name one thing. Don't do this to me. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. God, no, no, no. Okay, okay. I gotta move away from that. Gotta move away from that. Um, what's super strange to me is mm. in Symphonia, they have like in the dungeons, they have actual representative monsters. Many of those monsters don't match up with anything you fight in game. And same goes for the fish. Oh, like I know what you mean. There's like a floating shark. Um, like I, not icon. Monster that you run into on yeah. map. It doesn't exist as a monster. I was looking for a shark. I dug through here for a while looking for a shark. It, it, it doesn't exist. It looks like what, like Carvana from Pokemon? Yeah, or it does. But, then, like, but like duller. Yeah. Um, it doesn't yeah, exist. Yeah, because they just made generic like icon monsters based on their type, but those monsters don't exist specifically. Yeah. Like, like uh, undead are represented by like just a floating skull. But like there is no floating skull monster. Yeah, it's really sad. So even though we're like, ah, undead, technically no undead fits that profile. It's it's fascinating. Yeah. So so last little like uh, last fish fact. Um we've got we've got some like elemental weakness similarities between the different types, like a Symphonian and a Tenth a Silverontian and a Tethaolin variant. Mm -hmm. Um Honestly, the the only one that doesn't share uh, elemental weaknesses there's there's the float dragon and the sea dragon, which are both like mm -hmm. like uh you know seahorse type looking enemies. Yeah, uh, float dragons are weak to fire, and sea dragons. Oh, what did they do? I'm sorry to deserve that. Oh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so well, float dragons are weak to both fire and lightning, and sea dragons okay. are only weak to lightning. And oh. I looked at where they both are in game. Uh, float dragons are at mm -hmm. Thota Geyser. Sea dragons are at uh, Lethaeon Gorge. Um, oh, they're like inland seahorses. Yeah, they're inland seahorses. It's very upsetting. I guess like geyser horses. That's interesting. Yeah. Cause I think. Oh yeah, Lethaeon Gorge and Thota both have geysers, kinda. Yeah, yeah. Thota definitely has geysers, and I think Lathian Gorge has like a waterfall. Yeah. There's like an it, inverted geyser, kind of. <laughs> I like that. That's how I'm going to describe uh, waterfalls from now on. <laughs> it's like an inverted geyser. Yeah. Oh, have you seen? It's like open and it flows down. <laughs> I appreciate that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, sea dragons are just weak to lightning. So, like, 
What's up, uh, float dragons? Why are you weak to fire? I haven't been able to parse it out. I'm leaving that as an open, interesting. open fact. No, there's no answer to it. They're the only ones saying- that don't share, like elemental weaknesses, uh, between their, their counterparts. And this is a Thoda seahorse or a Lathing Gorge seahorse. So Thoda seahorse is weak to, um, fire and lightning. And whoa, that is weird because you'd think Thoda is really hot because it's a geyser. It's a geyser, yeah. Um, because well, I would have been like, ah, if it's the other way, it's because the Thoda seahorse is used to being in the geyser. I mean, maybe the Thoda seahorse. By the way, there's another monster just called Seahorse. Oh. Yeah, right. It's we're not talking about him right now. He's been bad. Get out. Um Yeah, the float dragon. Maybe it's because all the water at Thoda Geyser immediately evaporates off the skin because it's so hot. So Oh, maybe they don't have any water to spare. Yeah, so maybe the skin is like soft or, or, or rough and and already like exposed. They're not covered in, in prone to dehydration. Yummy, or yummy water. Crazy. Yummy, yummy water. Hey, stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. You know, you tried to warn him. I did. You, you know, we had to do it to him because he didn't stay hydrated. His throat's all like itchy now. <laughs> and he's like, oh man, I don't feel great. Like I'm feeling a little woozy, but like I'm sitting down. I've got a desk job. It's not that big a deal. And then he goes to stand up and he falls over and hits his head on the desk and his wife and kids never see him again. Mm-hmm. That's seahorse. Yeah. Yeah. Should have known from the headache and chapped lips, but he didn't. He wouldn't listen. Remember, guys, if you're thirsty, you're already dehydrated. Just got to remember that. I laugh, but you're just right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah don't don't play with me about dehydration. Um. Okay. Uh. So, you have a life outside of this podcast, presumably. I I I've been told. Yeah, what have you been doing? Got anything fun to share? Oh. Well, um, I recently have been playing a disgusting amount of Noida. Oh. Um, I have been... I finally got um, to the horrible, like... God, it went by so fast. I think it's called like, the Ancient Temple. Um, it's horrible. There's, like, liches and... Oh, yeah. All sorts of terrible eldritch creatures there. Flies with, like, eight eyes and the bleed slime. Like, it's just unapologetically gross and eldritch at every corner so i naturally love of it of course yeah um and it's the one with um, all the stone yeah. carvings right and the like yeah there's like stone carvings and traps and oh, yeah all sorts of crazy stuff first time um, i was there i got crushed by a falling rock that oh yeah. that's that's rough mm. um i got killed by a um the ghost of a centipede <laughs> Uh, don't worry it makes sense it bled lava Uh, (laughs) i don't know if that makes it make sense (laughs) um technically i didn't die to the 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 centipede i um i had i had homing on my magic so i put together Mm. in, in noida you can for context you can put a bunch of you can customize your spells you have like wands that have different spell slots and then you have like Kind of like spell components, I guess. So you yeah. can be like, ah, this spell shoots a fireball. Or this sh- spell shoots an arrow. Um, and then you have modifiers like shooting two at once or making it bouncy or making it leave a trail of water or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of cool like, interactions between materials. Okay, so And so I had a spell. Oh, I was just going to say, so how'd you get yourself killed? Oh, so I thought I was all nice because I had this wand that cast homing on everything and so I was like I'll just hit him from around the corner mm-hmm. um, and he came around the corner very fast because uh, being a ghost uh, corners don't mean much <laughs> and uh, he knocked me down into like some like cursed poisoned like stone Oh no! Um, and then bled lava on me as I killed him <gasps> it was fantastic I'm, I'm so happy for you it's not often you I, get, to, me too. get killed by a uh, centipede ghost that's bleeding lava. Yeah, really, it's it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Uh, any death is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Remember, mm-hmm. kids, 
don't shirk your opportunity to get it a once in a lifetime death. <laughs> do shirk it. Don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to get any calls. Yeah, no calls. Stay safe, everyone. Yeah. Oof. Stay. Don't. Don't share COVID. Don't go out. Stay hydrated. Floss. Brush your teeth. Eat your vegetables. Anything we haven't covered? Oh, uh, mind your mom and dad. There you go. Mind your mom and dad. Mind your mom. <laughs> right. So I've got a fun daily interest for you. Okay. I, you know, in my show notes, I wrote these down as daily interests. I don't know why. This is a weekly show. Um. You know. But they're daily interests, so you can go shove it. Not all perfect. Uh, I'm sorry. When, uh, you should when I adopt that accent, I get really <laughs> aggressive, and I don't know why. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I've been playing a lot of Hades. Um, oh, Hades is fun. It's so good. Um, How's that been going? I am, I, I believe, officially on run 42. Um, I beat it Ooh, once. the meaning of life. Ah, yay, party, fanfare, fireworks. Um, I'm not editing sounds in for those. <laughs> I I believe you. those at home already know that. I don't know why I said it. Um, <laughs> I, I had to. <laughs> I had to establish it. Keep my expectations down. Yeah, yeah. I might now. Actually, I'm considering it. Get back to me tomorrow. You're you're a fickle god. Yeah, leave comments Bill. down below if you want. A... We'll figure out some place to put comments. Leave a comment if you want me to actually edit in sounds for when I say sounds. Um, I will disregard all of them. So I've been playing a lot of Hades. It's the thoughts I can. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> it's super fun. I, I think I think my favorite weapon is mm -hmm. the shield. Um, Ooh, which is shield really is weird good. for me because normally I'm like a bow or like gun kind of guy. I'm like ah, arms reach mm -hmm. at best. But this time I'm like yeah, arms reach precision. Yeah, I don't, I don't need a weapon. Just throw me in there with a shield, boss. I'll just, like, push them against the wall until they die. It'll be great. It's great. Um, I've been doing a lot of fishing in Hades, so we'll, we'll talk about that. Oh, there is fishing in there, Hades. Look at there you. There is. Yeah, I, I found it. <laughs> you found yeah. it. My, my little, like, uh, my, my fishing vertebra was, was tingling. And I, and I yes, knew. Yes, your, your eighth sense for just for fi finding fishing in the Absolutely. game. Absolutely. It's T5, if anyone's con asking. Um which vertebra it is. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's fishing. I've been doing a lot of fishing. Um, finally killed my dad. Um, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, like father, like son. Because uh, <laughs> Kronos. Um, yeah, it's, I, I don't know. Oh, it's just fair. been a lot of fun. It's a, it's a spicy action uh, RPG roguelike. Uh, you just kind of build your character as you go. You finally get to the end of the game, realize that you should have been saving all your money all the time, anyways, for those like unique boss drops that you can just buy at the end. Um, mm. and then you completely swear off, you know, buying upgrades to get yourself to the end, uh, and just make it the game hard on yourself for no reason. Because that, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and of course, you start on hell mode, which is like the the super hard mode. Uh, uh, because yes. you're a glutton for punishment, I guess. I don't know. It's been I, a lot of fun. I suppose. I, you know, that's what matters, friend. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I think that's it, Derek. Yeah, I think so. It was a good talk. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I will see you here next week. Um, mm -hmm. bye, everyone. <laughs>